Joining us on the phone right now is Mr. Roger Costa. You may not know him, but he represents the uh, the Jeff Healy estate. Jeff, of course, the great Canadian blues guitarist and Jasmine, but we can talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, tomorrow, which is March the 25th, would mark Jeff's 50th birthday, if he's still with us today. And with that anniversary and that birthday, we have a new album, which is called Heal My Soul. And uh, Roger, you have to tell us the story about where this record came from, because it, this just came out of thin air, it seems. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's something that we've been working on for uh, and wanting to do for a lot of years. Um, all the songs on Heal My Soul were recorded between uh, 1996 and 1998. Um, it was a weird time in Jeff's music career where um, the usual sort of routine of going on the road, then coming off the road, recording an album in two months, and then going back on the road. That was all broken up because they just left uh, their label, Arista, at the time. Um, and uh, so what was supposed to be a couple months in the studio turned into four years. Wow. And um, over that time period, they recorded, I think, 36 different songs. There was different collaborators came in, different write- co-writers and things like that. And ultimately, uh, in 2000, they released an album called Get Me Some, using about 12 of those tracks. Um, some of them were th- there was some strong material in it, but there was by that point there was all kinds of cracks in the uh, in the Jeff Healy organization, and um, uh, it just it, there was too many fingers in the pie, and it just wasn't as strong an album as it should have been, and that was kind of the end of the Jeff Healy band. Um, so these songs are songs that were basically left behind for I have no idea why, <laughs> but um, I first heard saw the. Some of these songs back in 1998, I remember Jeff playing me a couple of tracks, uh, specifically um, off the top, The Days of the Night and Baby Blue. Um, and I remember being completely floored, and he was really proud of the work that he had done. And this was these were still rough. I don't even know if they were the final takes, but I remember him telling me about, you know, he layered, layered in, I think, six different harmony vocals on Baby Blue, and I was really happy with the way it turned out. So fast forward to, uh, um, you know, 2008, Jeff tragically passed away at the age of 41 uh, from uh, sarcoma cancer. And um, as we started the process of sort of gathering up loose recordings that were lying around, we found out that uh, Jeff had copies of uh, a lot of the songs that are on Heal My Soul that he had kept with him throughout his life. And towards the later part of his life, um, you know, he kind of distanced him, his, himself a bit from that early st- earlier stuff, um, just because mostly for, you know, the, the business had kind of soured him and he was kind of pushing away from it. But he still uh, felt something strongly for these songs and that he, you know, he kept them with him for, you know, a bunch of different moves. And, um, you know, it started off as a conversation that was sort of a, you know, wouldn't it be great if? And um, about uh, a year ago, uh, we had uh, some legal hurdles had been sort of cleared out of the way, and uh, we started the whole process of uh, of getting this album together. And, um, you know, it's been a, a really incredible, uh, um, incredible process. So, Roger... It- Posthumous releases are, are nothing new uh, in the rock and roll business. In fact, it's kind of wonderful that we get a chance to see some of our favorite artists and their their complete work, if you if it as it were. I guess I got to ask you a question, as it so often is with these uh, these types of releases. Were are the recordings on Heal My Soul complete, or is there any post production added to it? There was uh, a certain amount of post-production. Um, one of the things that we set out to do when we uh, started working on these was to not to make them sound contemporary, but to make them sound timeless. So um, 
in this case, we were lucky. There wasn't a whole lot, but any place where there was sort of a, you know, a, a a veneer of, of, of dated sounding effects or whatever. We stripped all that back and brought it right back to the wood sort of thing. Um, Jeff's performances were all intact, all of his vocals, all of his uh, guitar, amazing guitar playing. Um, Joe Rockman's bass um, is complete all the way through. The part where we had the, the biggest amount of work was um, in the drums department. Uh, most of the drums were unfinished. Um, some of them were kind of placeholder drums. It was, it was common back then that basically anyone floating through the studio um, who had some chops would lay down a, a rough drum uh, uh, track so that they could build the song on. Um, so we had to redo most of the tracks. So as a result, we got in a, um, a great, great player who's a good buddy of ours, uh, a guy named Dean Glover, and he uh, he just killed it. He did a fantastic job. And um, you'd be hard-pressed to know that the drums were recorded in a completely different time frame than the, the rest of the, the recording. It always amazes me how you can do that. Did uh, Jeff leave behind any notes at all, any notebooks uh, referencing any of the songs that are on the uh, Heal My Soul uh, release? No. Um, the way Jeff worked was mostly from memory. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, He's a musician, right? Yep, yeah, sure. And, uh, and um, you know, it's uh, brailers are heavy to lug around. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Of course. I never thought about that. My goodness. Well, I actually, part of it, I actually thought might, there might be some, uh, you know, some producer's notes that came along with it, you know, referencing, hey, we have to fix this and this track. Uh, the drums sound like crap, or let's adjust the vocals on that. Those type of notes. I think yeah. I was kind of going with that one as well, too. <laughs> no. Well, there was some, there was, uh, Joe had uh, like, you know, um, maybe three or four sentences that he had jotted down in a notebook uh, back from back then, Joe Rockman. And, uh, but, uh, nothing that we that was relevant or that we okay. used really. Uh, let me ask you a couple other questions. Having heard this already, what was the what was revealed to you? What did you hear in these recordings that really that we've never heard before? You know where I'm going with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, these recordings, as opposed to, in my opinion, any of his other rock work. Um, there is uh, a power and uh, a passion behind his performances, both his singing and his guitar playing, that um, I've never heard uh, from him in a studio situation before. I mean, uh, most of his stuff, the classic stuff that everyone remembers and loves, the yeah. you know, the see the lights and everything, um, you know, they, they were made and rightly so at the time, uh, you know, to be uh, radio hits and to get them airplay and. You know, and all that. This stuff is kind of free of those sort of restrictions, and it seems more like Jeff just cutting loose. Um, he was going through a lot of uh, personal and professional uh, turmoil at the time as well, um, and uh, and the band owned a studio. The '90s were, you know, a good time for a lot of people. Mm. So Jeff had the freedom to go in and do whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted, and um, I think that all of the 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 stuff that he was going through, I think he just channeled it directly into his playing, and it's uh, it's it's pretty uh, pretty tremendous if for a guy that was known for for being tremendous. I thought it was um, uh, in to keep it simple here. I thought uh, it was ferocious playing and the guitar tone very naked in the mix. I loved it. I thought it was great. It's like a Jeff Healy a Jeff Healy like I've never heard before. You know. Yeah, well, that's and that's exactly what we were going for. I mean, the we we would put up pull up guitars in the studio during the mixing process, and we would just pull it up and we'd go, "Yep, that's done. We don't need to touch that." <laughs> um, are, is there anything else? Is this is this going to be it? 
Um, we uh, we're obviously we're focusing on this album right now um, and this in this special year, but we do have uh, um, a, a number of other projects that we uh, that we're going to be working on in the coming years um, uh, that uh, I think will will surprise fans and and um, and more importantly anything that we do anything that the the Jeffy Lee State puts its name on and puts Jeff's name on more importantly. Um, if it if if we don't think it's good enough, it's not happening. And and it we're really really it's a really important thing to us to honor Jeff's name and his legacy. And uh, so we're going to be really careful with anything we do going forward. All right, Jeff Healy fans who are listening to this interview, believe me, this is worth picking up. It's Jeff like you've never heard him before. Roger, thank you so much for your time. I look forward to the next one. <laughs> Thanks, Paulie.